Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. So why does investing in your body and your health feel scarier than, let's say, buying a new car or booking a holiday? Why do you get, like, the absolute panic or... When you hear about the cost of organic food or the cost of working with me or a yoga class or therapy, you're just like, nope, too expensive. Nope, too expensive. Why do we get that really big emotional response or that just panic, that sheer money panic of like, ah, I can't do it. Because if you're anything like me, you felt that panic. You feel that panic. And that is what we're talking about today. And it's really important that we address your health and your wealth. Because when we look back at um, history and how women's bodies have been treated and how women's um, financial empowerment has been, women have had a very um, disempowered relationship with their bodies and with money in the past. And it's time that that changed. And we need to change that narrative moving forward. And it could, your relationship with money could be getting in the way of your health. It could, it did for me for years. I would have made so much more progress if I just dealt with my relationship with money sooner because it was getting in the way of me making progress in my health. So that's what we're looking at today. Otherwise, how are you doing? I'm still on a bit of like a buzzing high from my retreat. I did the shift retreat in North Berwick, so just outside of Edinburgh um, a couple of weekends ago as you're listening to this, and it was so powerful. So I am still figuring out the next plan for the retreat. I'm definitely going to be doing one more this year. So if you want to get on the wait list and the wait list means you'll have access to a special early bird discount, then you can go to keziahall.com forward slash wait. So that was super, super fun. I'm very excited. Um, if you can hear banging in the background in this episode, we're getting a new fence, <laughs> that, which is not a very exciting, but you know, life update for you. And I am so ready for spring to be springing. I can see daffodils. I can see the tree in front of, I basically stare at a tree from my office all day. It's like this little bird watching box with a tree in front of it. And I'm starting to see the buds on the trees. I can see squirrels again. It's, it's very exciting. So tons of exciting stuff happening in my life, but in the world of uh, business and life, there's a couple of fun things happening. I have hopefully, hopefully as of this going live, my brand new shop is available. So if you are wanting to work with me and you really want some lower cost investments, self-study programs, meal plans, workshops, kind of self-paced, ready to go, on demand working with me, that is what the shop is for. So if you go to keziahall.com forward slash shop, keziahall.com forward slash shop, use the coupon code NEW20, so N-E-W-2-0, NEW20, I feel like I say new weird, new, new 20, N-E-W-2-O, you can get 20% off for the rest of March. Yay. So if you're like, oh, Kezi, I really want to work with you. And as we talk about in this episode, you do some of the maths and you put the drama aside and it just doesn't make financial sense to work with me privately. That's totally okay. Then this shop will hopefully be a really helpful resource to you. I'll be adding things over time. I've got so many ideas of workshops. I want to do some like preconception care ones, fertility ones, mindset ones, binge eating ones. So I will be adding new products to it as we go along. Um, so do make sure you check it out. At the moment, there is a sugar detox program 
which is a three-week um, beat the beat the sweet sugar program, which is really, really helpful. I've got my green smoothie challenge, which is such an easy way to feel better. It's just really simple way of adding in more green smoothies. I've got some of my body composition workout uh, workouts, no, um, workshops there, how to beat IBS and bloating. So if you're like, okay, Kezia, I need a plan of action um, and I'm not ready to invest in working with you privately, the shop is the place. So keziahall.com forward slash shop. And if you are like, you know what, Kezia, I've done a lot of this self-study stuff. I've got the meal plans. I've got the recipe book. I've done the sugar detox. I've gone gluten-free. I have literally done all the things yet. I'm still really struggling. (laughs) Then that is the perfect time to come and work with me. And I know it might feel really scary. And I know you might be like, will it work? I've tried this before. I've gone gluten-free. I've done this before. Why is this going to work? Well, I trust me, it will be different. It's when you apply my kind of unique methodology of using data-driven research, gathering data, organizing it, looking for your root causes, that consistent support on a week-to-week basis for three months out of the year so that you can actually implement and that really personalized, bespoke plan of action that's based on you. There's not, but I don't have a formula here that I just like apply to every client. It really is tailored on you based on the research that we've done, based on your data. Those three things will move the needle for you. So if you're like, Kezia, I actually have done all of these online self-study. I've done the Googling. I've done the blog. But if your symptoms are getting worse and you've been struggling for a long time and you know you need some lab data and you feel scared about investing in your health, let's be honest, all my clients who come to work with me are scared to do it, but ready to and are able to make it work, ready to figure it out, ready to be empowered around your financial decisions because that's only something you can decide then the first step is to book your clarity call at keziahall.com forward slash book. I would love to chat with you. These calls are free. They don't commit you to anything. I just want to make sure it's a right fit for you. We'll figure out what some of your root causes are, what your plan of action might be, what lab tests we might run. It really is just that initial, okay, problem solving, half an hour chat, what needs to happen. Also to make sure you are going to really feel like you see a good return on this investment, that this is a great fit. I'm not going to work with you if I don't genuinely think I can help you. Um, So also we can chat about payment options. I've currently offered a brand new extended payment plan to make it even more flexible. I am really flexible when it comes to um, payment agreements, if that makes sense, because as long as we agree beforehand, it's all fine. So I have a 15 month one, you can do six months, you can pay a chunk now, a chunk later, whatever. That's what these calls are for. So if you are like, oh, Kezi, I really do want to work with you. I've wanted to for ages, but I'm not really sure. First of all, listen to this podcast because it'll probably really help. And then go and book your call at keziahall.com forward slash book. They will, like, I'm not going to like force you to come and work with me and give you your money on these calls. I would I would genuinely really like to chat with you, have a one-to-one conversation where you can talk back. I can find out about you and your symptoms, give you a bit of personalized support, help you gain some clarity and really help you actually. Because in the podcast, I'm talking to thousands of people at once. It would be really great for us just to have a one-to-one conversation. But I also get the booking a call with some like random podcast lady also feels a bit weird. So notice the resistance, notice the fear. It makes sense. It's allowed to be here but just book that clarity call anyway, okay? Okay, let's dive into the show. So today we are talking about money. We're talking about your health and wealth because they rhyme and it's good to talk about it. And I'm excited. And also I always feel like talking about money is a little bit like, oh, 
you know, um, because money is, it's a bit like our poo, you know, how there's like taboo things we don't talk about, like we don't talk about like orgasms and sex, we don't talk about our poo, we like, I don't know, growing up you don't really talk about your periods and like you also don't talk about money and that's kind of why I want to talk about it. So I also, I love talking about money so much, I'm actually thinking I'm going to be starting a new podcast to do with money and running small creative business. So FYI, this is how much I love talking about money. And it's partly because um, it's a taboo topic. So I like that. But it's also been a, something that I've really had to sit with and address and become aware of and just really grow in awareness and consciousness around my relationship with money and what is actually kind of going on. And the goal of this episode isn't that I tell you how to spend your money or like convince me you to give me all your money and it's, th- that really isn't my heart for this episode and the goal of this podcast is to really inspire and equip you so that you can be as well and as healthy as you can be overcome the bloating the tiredness fix your hormones fix your energy and it's we need to have a conversation about money and wealth in order to do that as well because it does play a role. So I'm really not here to tell you how you should spend your money or what you should necessarily do with it, but I do want to open up this conversation. And so the goal is I'd really love you to become aware and just have a deeper awareness or a deeper level of consciousness partly actually to even do with the context and the history around money because chances are I mean most people let's I'll talk about it in I'll be talking about it from the context of running a business and my clients most of the people that want to come and work with me none of them come to work with me and be like oh yeah Kezia I've got like 3800 um just it's just sitting here in a jar actually great let's yeah just it's just sitting here waiting no everybody actually feels nervous about investing in it sometimes <laughs> I'd one client be like she emailed me before she like transferred the money to check she had all the details right and she did you know all those kind of things and then she's like I literally feel like I really want to do this but I literally feel like I'm going to be sick and she had to like lie down after doing it and she saw incredible results you know within a couple of months all she wanted to deal with some pain and gut issues all of the pain that she'd been dealing with had disappeared she was able to work normally and at the end she was like this was such a good investment. I'm so glad I invested in this, but she was really scared. And all of my clients are really scared to invest and that's normal. So I first of all, just want to normalize that because when we look at our relationship with money, if we look at, um, as, as for me, as, as a female, and when I look at my access to money, historically, it's always been very disempowering. If I think about the last hundred years, I have women in general, if I think about even my grandma, even my mum to a certain extent, the culture, the history, the context that they've been in is one of disempowerment around money. No empowerment around financial investments or um, the ability to generate income, manage income, like even have a mortgage in their own name, have a bank account, not have to hand over. I know my grandma, she probably did make money, but it all would have gone to my granddad. You know, it wasn't it wasn't hers. There was no empowerment there. And that's different now. We we can own houses. We can have jobs. We have our own, you know, financial independence. But there can sometimes be this like residue still um, going on. And sometimes I just want to put the idea forth here that sometimes that panic, that money freaking out, that idea of like, Kezia, in the context of me, but you could also apply this to like buying organic cucumber or buying some butter instead of terrible margarine that will destroy your 
cells. Like you, whatever the context, I'm going to use the context of me. You might be like, Kezia, yeah, I really, I really want to work with you. Yes, that sounds so, so good. But I just feel so panicked about spending the money. Like it just feels like, oh, <laughs> no way. And that you might feel the same about going and getting therapy every week because that can add up. You might feel the same about, um, you know, all these other things, the cucumber, the broccoli, the butter, whatever it is, going and uh, whatever. So we often can have a lot of panic about money. And that's kind of what I want to look at. The goal is that you feel really, really empowered around it. Because there's a lot of scarcity. There's a lot of panic. And even in current times, there's a lot of scarcity chat going on. If you watch the news, which I really recommend you don't, honestly, if you want a great way to keep your nervous system totally dysregulated, pay attention to the news every day. It is literally designed to freak you out. <laughs> By whether that new, no, like news watching it, notifications on your phone, reading it in free, like just no. Get your news, yes, but do it in really intentional ways. Don't allow it to just be bombarded with you and it's just a recipe for being completely freaked out. But most people actually often do live in a state of general panic around money. I've noticed it in myself, <laughs> obviously. All of this I talk about is because... This isn't like, yes, I have everything sorted now and I will speak to you from this lofty place of financial enlightenment. No, I speak to you from the reality that is my current experience is if I'm not careful, I can just feel panicked about money for literally no reason. <laughs> like, If I look at like the spreadsheets and all the numbers, I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. I can, I can still be freaked out about it. And that I think is actually really common. And when it comes to your health, we need to look at it. Otherwise, your money is always going to hold you back for two reasons that I'm going to focus on here. First reason being is the state of panic. You have that money will dysregulate your nervous system and create more stress in your body, more cortisol, more adrenaline, like all of that downward spiral, probably create more digestive issues, impact your hormones, your skin, these kind of things. If you're constantly in panic around money, you will have a dysregulate, like your nervous system will be dysregulated and that could be contributing to a whole host of health issues. Now, again, I'm not like a financial management expert, so I'm not, this isn't necessarily going to give you all the tools to help with that but that's one aspect that can help your uh, impact your health and the next thing is the unwillingness to invest in your health could be limiting your progress you know you could just need to invest in a cup I don't know whether it's I'm going to use the example of working with me but it could also be like therapy or some decent supplements actually based and some test lab testing that the unwillingness or the panic or the sense of scarcity or the feeling that you should not invest in your health is maybe going to limit your progress and the title of this this is where the title of this podcast comes in it's like why does investing in a car feel less scary than investing in our bod- our bodies so you may be spending i don't know say even just buy I don't know much about cars, but let's say you needed to buy a car. I'll use the example. The last time we bought a car, it was when I was pregnant with twins. I needed to find a car that could fit three car seats across the middle. Um, I didn't want to spend that much on a car, but I want to be able to fit a buggy, a double buggy in the boot and car and three kids, two isofixes, my toddlers, my two-year-old's chair at the time, all needed to fit across the middle. Apparently, that's quite a difficult thing to find. 
most of the cars we were looking at were like 20 grand, like all of these bigger cars. We just don't care about cars. We don't value cars enough. They're literally cars for us are A to B. We don't care enough about the other things to invest in that at the moment. So we, I think we probably got a good deal and got like spent nine grand on a car. That investment didn't feel, I didn't feel panicked about it. I didn't get into a lot of drama about, oh my gosh, how are we going to, it was literally a case of doing some maths, moving some things around. We moved house at a similar time. So we took some of the money from our, our, from our house to invest in the car because we needed to bring our babies home and travel as a family. So that didn't feel like a high drama decision. It was something we had to figure out because when I found out I was pregnant with twins, literally the first thing I said was like, oh crap, we're going to need a new car. And we hadn't planned on getting a new car. We had one child. We we're planning on having one more child. That would do our little Skoda. We'd fit in the car. The buggy would fit in the back. But this, this changed things. So there wasn't a huge amount of drama about it. We just thought about it. We looked at the numbers. We problem solved. We figured it out. We made it work. But if I have said to you now, and you probably listen to that being like, yeah, 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 that makes sense because you had twins, you got blah, 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 blah. Uh, if, but if I said to you, okay, um, the here, you, in order to get to where you want to be with your health, it's going to cost nine grand. I'm guessing you might freak the fuck out or immediately be like, oh my gosh, that's too expensive. Or, oh my gosh, no way. Or, oh my gosh, blah, 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 blah. like, no, I can't afford it. I can't do it. It's too expensive. I'm not going to do it. Blah, blah. And I'm not saying um, the car and your health, then, you know, I'm using this as a metaphor. They're not exactly the same thing. Some people might argue a car is an, a necessity. Mm, I don't know. I, I'm not sure it is. But when it comes to getting cars, there is levels of, of necessity there. You can get a banger, like a beaten up car, or you can get a car with like seat warmers and luxury and nice detailing and like Bluetooth, or you can get a car that literally will get you from A to B. There is a spectrum of that. So, and when it comes to your health though, we often will feel much happier about buying a nice brand new car, mini, and making sure it has a nice bum warmers in. And there's honestly nothing wrong with that. I have yay, yay for you having a nice car. I'm like, I am all for that. I am cheering you on for having a nice car, for having the bum warmers, the Bluetooth, the nice cup holders, looking all nice, having cool lighting. I'm so for that. But why is that easier to spend? And why do we figure out the finances of that with way less drama, with way less, with more openness than we do about your one and only body? Because what would you prefer, a nice car or a body that is healthy and feels good? You're obviously going to say a body that feels good. Like I would, you know, there's trains, there's buses. I could totally survive without a car. I could do my day-to-day -day life without a car. We actually don't use a car very much. But with my body, my brain, my energy, my cycle, my hormones, my daily poops, my immune system, my mental resiliency, my longevity, that of course, that's kind of what I care about more. But when we actually look at what we spend our money on, or even just the process of spending money, then, because I'm not here to tell you how to spend your money, but it's interesting, the two, how different it probably feels for you to buy that new car that you might, you might feel excited about. You're probably like really excited to go pick up your new car. And there's probably much less drama about figuring it out, making the money work and essentially doing maths and doing problem solving. Whereas if I said, okay, even half the amount, let's spend half the amount of your last car. Say your car is maybe worth like, 8,000 pounds, half of that on the equivalent on your health. 
probably going to have a lot more drama in your head, a lot more panic. You Maybe your brain immediately goes to, I can't afford it. I can't do it. And no matter where you're at finance-wise, it's really interesting. I just think this is a really interesting thing. And why is it there? These are, this is what I do when I'm pushing my buggy around. I think about, I reflect on things like, why is that the case? Why? Because I have felt this. I remember when I first spent a couple of thousand on getting some lab tests and working with a nutritionist to help me figure out what those lab tests were. This is, I don't know, maybe like 10 years ago. And it was going to cost a couple of thousand. And I was freaked out. I really was. I didn't just have that money lying around. I was working part time. I think I just started blogging or just it was the very beginnings of starting my business so I was making no money in that and I just had to fit we just had to figure it out but I felt sick doing it I felt bad I thought I should give the money to charity I should put it onto a mortgage I should put it into savings I didn't just have several thousand pounds sitting in a jar I really had to make it work so I think what I did at the time is I'm just trying to think anyway I think that's when we started airbnb and so we started Airbnb being our spare room and that kind of paid for it. And we had, oh, that was it. We had the Commonwealth happening. And so I was like, right, let's get Airbnb up. Let's get our house up and then get people staying with us over the Commonwealth for two weeks and that will pay for it. So I figured it out. Creative. I'm intelligent. I can figure it out. So are you. You're great at problem solving. You probably problem solve all the time. But you, why don't we problem solve for our bodies when it comes to our finances? Why are we unwilling to problem solve, to take our intelligence and creativity and apply it to our health? And I would present to you the idea that it is because we have been so, women and money and women and our bodies, both of those things, we have been historically in so um, disempowered around. We haven't had choices over our bodies. We haven't had autonomy over our bodies and we haven't had choices over our money and we haven't had autonomy over our money. So these two things I think converging together can just make our brains be just like a fuck no. I can't afford it. Fuck no, 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 no. Ah, ah, panic, 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 panic. No, there's no way. Whereas you know, I had a client actually I worked with last year and she was like, yeah, you know, I did totally freak out when I saw how much it cost to work with you. And I did think I couldn't afford it. But then she was like, but then I did realize I spent more on a recent holiday abroad with the family. And she noticed that she was like, that is funny that that I didn't freak out about spending a couple of thousand pounds on a holiday abroad with a family. She didn't freak out about that at all. And again, I love, I would love for you to have holidays abroad. I really would. She didn't freak out about that, but she did freak out about spending money on her health. And she actually could figure it out. She could do the maths. She could totally make it work. But initially she was like, no, 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 no. Because I would argue we are living with this residue of you can't make money. You don't have ownership of money. You're not empowered around money. You're not allowed to make financial decisions. You need to ask permission from your partner. You need to, um, you know, and, and even culturally wise, we are given the message that yes, invest in holidays. Yes, invest in cars. Yes, invest in technology. But no, don't invest in your body unless you're investing in diet culture <laughs> and slimming clubs and slimming and pointless things that aren't actually proven to work essentially. So it's really, I just want to offer that idea to you. That is why it feels scarier. So if you are looking at why is my health not improved? Because this can, when you add money into the equation, what can 
originally be a really logical problem can become highly emotive, panic-driven and feel impossible. Whereas if you are struggling with IBS, your energy is absolutely rubbish, you, your hormones are all over the place, maybe they're heavy, maybe you're perimenopausal and maybe you are struggling with your body composition in some way, there'll be a reason for that. And if you want that to change and you want it to change soonish, then you need a simple way of solving that problem is to invest in help in solving that problem. Gather some data, run some lads, come and work with me. Get that sorted. Just like you have a problem. I have a problem with my dishwasher at the moment. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to invest in someone to come and figure out what the problem is and fix it. But because I'm going to argue we have this history of not being connected to our bodies, of trauma around our bodies, of abuse, of having no autonomy, no say, but not just with our bodies, also with money. There's trauma around money. There's women having, even now I've spoken to people in various contexts that are staying in unhappy marriages because they don't feel financially empowered. We have so much history of difficulty, of shame, of disempowerment around our bodies and around money. It makes so much sense that you would struggle to invest in your body, that you that it's easier to invest in a car, in a holiday, in a new kitchen worktop, in a course at uni, in some sort of t- education thing, because all of those things are acceptable to pay money on. All of those things um, the other men in our lives probably approve of. They'd approve of education. They'd approve of new car because maybe they'd drive it. They'd approve of doing it into your house. But when it comes to your body, because it's solely yours, other people might not approve of that and that can feel terrifying. So I just want to put that out there because this will apply to your health for sure, but also to other areas of life. If you just feel that panic around money, then A, that's probably really normal. This is probably passed down from your great-grandmother to your grandmother, your mother, and to you. And then if you pay attention to the news and all that we're being fed right now about oh, the economy, and I'm not, I'm not saying that's not real, but you have a choice about how you respond to that. And when it comes to your health, if you have problems with your health that you want to be solved, you probably, you, I was going to say, you probably need to pay to get them solved. Well, and or you could caveat that if you want them solved quickly and easily, you probably need to pay for it. Because could if go back to the dishwasher example, could you figure out how? To, could I figure out how to fix my dishwasher? I probably could. There's YouTube on there. It'd probably take me about six months. So if you want to change your health and you want to deal with the IBS, the low energy, the hormones, all of those kind of symptoms, and you want to see those change, you probably need to invest in that. And if that feels impossible, if that feels panicky then really look at that. Look at when, so say, if, you th- if you're thinking about working with me, but you could apply this to anything. When was the last time? So at the moment, working with me is um, at a special intro rate at 3,800. What did you last spend that much money on? Was it a kitchen renovation? Was it a car? Maybe a new laptop and gym membership? You know, you could split it down to, yeah, I bought a laptop last year and I paid this much for the gym and whatever. Like when, when did you last spend that? When it was course for your job, maybe it was uni fees, maybe it was um, a holiday, plane tickets, a new self, new sofa set, like it doesn't have to be in one lump payment, but what have you bought that added up to that money, and how did you feel about spending that, 
And why does it feel different for you to spend that on your one and only body, on your health, on the foundation, on the thing that impacts how you feel every single day of of the year, of your life? Why is that different? And I just encourage you to be curious. I'm not here to tell you what to do with your money, but I do think it's really, this is a really important conversation. We've had so much disempowerment, so much trauma around our health, around our bodies, and also around our money. This is kind of why I want to start a whole separate podcast around it, because it's you feeling empowered around your health is really, really important. So a couple of practical things like what could help this? Number one, regulate your nervous system. So that's meditation, that's breath work. Um, Come to the retreat with me. If you want to find out more about that, you can go to keziahall.com forward slash wait to get on the wait list for my next retreat. And everyone on the wait list will also get access to special early bird pricing. But regulating your nervous system is really, really important. Then the next thing, really simple, know what's going on. Or another, I I often think about it as saying, telling the truth with your numbers, because your brain will probably create a lot of drama about numbers. But what is the truth of them? Get your numbers organized. What exactly do you spend? What do you spend on food? What do you spend on coffee? What do you spend on booze? What do you spend on takeaways and eating out? What's your mortgage payments? What Get really detailed. What do you actually spend your money on? Because when you know that, I know that sounds really unsexy, but when you know what you spend your money on, you see your values before you. And it can be really helpful because you might be spending money, you might have values you're not conscious of. You might be like, I value... Um, let's just go back to the car, car repayments more than my body. And I get that you're in contracts and whatever, whatever. But that's just really interesting to notice. And again, this isn't about judging. This is about being curious and being in a place of empowerment. Or you might be like, I actually spend a hundred quid a month on takeaways. I spend about 80 quid on wine. I spend this much on eating out. And between all of those things, you could realize, actually, I totally could spend money with Kezia on the monthly payment plan. If I was more mindful about what wine I bought, if I um, did a proper grocery, you know, was aware of what I spent on my groceries, if I stopped paying interest on that credit card and moved that thing over, it means if you can, but first you need to be calm when you do this. So you first need to regulate your nervous system, get calm, meditate, move, dance, and then get to know your numbers. And then you can get creative. So maybe you are, you're not looking to it with me, you really need, you know, you need some therapy because your nervous system, there's just a lot of trauma <laughs> or you're wondering if there is and you need someone to help. Okay, get get your numbers, get calm and then look at your numbers and figure out what is actually possible for you because often the numbers might be better than you think. And if they're not, if it really is dire straits, you're a powerful, creative being. What could you do about that? Money is here to serve you. You don't serve money. Money is here not as I hope I get some. It's something that you get to generate, cultivate and create and be um, in flow with. And that's a whole other topic in itself. But those two things, regulate your nervous system and get your numbers organized. And if you are wondering about working with me, I am taking on new clients right now. So I'd love to chat with you. I know the com- this conversation about working, like investing in your health is really scary. So if you're like, yeah, because I really want things to change. I do really need help, but I'm also really not sure. And I'm really not, oh, oh, oh. that's totally fine. That's totally normal. Um, book a clarity call. We can chat it through. I am not, I get that it's an investment to work with me. 
and but it's a really good investment. Just like a really nice car when you drive it feels like a really good investment. I know that if you're the right fit, this is a great investment that you, your body is a much better investment than a car, in my opinion. And if I don't think I can help you, if I don't feel like you're going to get a good return on that investment, I will let you know as well. So um, I, you know, integrity is an important part of my whole life. <laughs> so book your call. That's at keziahall.com forward slash book. You can book in a call there. And I would love, love, love to chat with you and work with you more because don't let your panic around money to get in the way of your health, but also have so much compassion and so much curiosity because it probably is. And that's that makes loads of sense based on our history. It really does. But you deserve to be well. And I really encourage you, none of this podcast is to judge or be harsh with yourself, but just to be open, to be curious and really look at, okay, why is investing in my body so scary? Why does it feel so scary? Why does it feel like it? Nope, can't afford it. Because it's often people often say that to me. They're just really like, they look at my pricing, they look like, nope, can't afford it. And if they're open they and they sit with it, they maybe realize they can, but their initial reaction is just, nope. And that is obviously often a nervous system reaction that isn't, and it's worth being curious around. Okay, so I would love to help you. I hope this has been really helpful as we've talked about money. Um, if you have any questions, you can find me at I am Kezia Hall on Instagram. I'd love to chat things through. Otherwise, if you want to talk, I'd love to talk with you in person in a clarity call. So if you're thinking, wondering, hoping, would love to work with me, not sure, not, will it work? I don't know. Will it then book your clarity call at keziahall.com um, and we can chat it through. Okay, thank you for being here. I'll speak to you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you haven't left a review, please head to iTunes and leave a review and share this with one of your friends. The more people that hear about this, the more and more women that can grow and become as healthy as they can be. And if you want to get some support, accountability, access to the extra masterclasses, and just really feel like you're getting coaching from me over the next couple of weeks, make sure you join me in the Well Woman Coaching Community. You can join at keziahall.com forward slash free group. So that's keziahall.com forward slash free group all one word, all together. And I would love to see you in that group, get to know you, give you some help, encourage you, help hold you accountable, because I know that you get to feel good and you deserve to feel good. And when you get well, when you heal, when you get energized, when you become the most radiant and confident and energized, energized version of you, everybody benefits. Okay. So come and join me in the group. Otherwise, sending you so much love. Bye.